and welcome to another superstar edition of the Goshen News Sports Podcast. Austin Huff, sports editor, talking to you here. We have Evan Leapak, sports reporter. Evan, have you finally uh, caught up on your sleep from uh, the busy work night we had on Saturday night? Oh, yeah, I slept a lot. I did not sleep. Slept, slept on... Well, I slept until like 11 or 12. Did you like labor that. a lot yesterday? Yesterday. And then I took a nap a few hours later. How much so How much great. laboring? You didn't do a lot of laboring, it sounds like, on your labor day. You're not supposed to. That's I, the point of labor day. I labored a little bit. Yeah, you went to the Goshen College soccer game. Girls soccer game. Women's. Women's. Women. Yeah, women. They're women. They're over 18. <laughs> they're women. Come on. 6 nothing win over West Virginia University Institute of Technology. Yeah. Woo, say that a lot of words. five times fast. <laughs> West Virginia Institute of Technology. I forgot university in there. That's that's tough. Yeah, I worked. Did some things. Uh, worked on Sunday, too, when I wasn't supposed to, probably. But that's fine. Got to play catch-up. Made Monday a little easier. Uh, yeah. We had a busy week. We'll talk about our Saturday... Uh, Experience experience later, probably way later in the show. We got a lot of high school stuff to catch up on. Um, but Saturday I'll be catching was, up with you guys. Huh? Saturday was Notre Dame and Ohio State for anyone who lives under a rock. Um, yeah, we were, we there. were there. What I said, yeah, we were there. We said at the same time. That was fine. We were there. Did we jinx that? Is it too late to call the jinx? No. You owe me a coke then. Okay. Is it too late to apologize? Should we talk about our? college teams later in the show too our respective uh, universities that we paid money to go to we'll talk about it later we'll tease that gotta do it quick yeah we gotta get a move very very quick okay let's talk week three high school football we're through a third of the regular season how about that how does that sound three weeks in three games in I feel like we're getting a good idea at this point now of who's good and who unfortunately is not good Mm -hmm. so Usually, in the last couple of weeks, we've ran through all of the past scores of the week, but uh, I'm surely confident that you guys listening at home probably know how the games went. Uh, we, we probably will mention their scores when we're talking a little bit about them, but no mm-hmm. big, well, fell swoop of the scores here. Um, Goshen News, we claim to cover nine school. We cover nine high school football programs. Mm-hmm. We, Four, claim, we claim, claim, we cover. <laughs> we claim them. Four of them are three on O. Four of them are one and two, and one is zero oh and three. Sorry, well, we'll see. It's tough sledding so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, but decent I think, fights, though. They've had a couple. No, they've of decent been games. competitive. They almost beat West Oval. They hung around and almost came back to beat Goshen mm-hmm. this past Friday. Um, so, the four three and zero teams we currently cover in alphabetical order: Elkhart, Fairfield, Northwood, and West Noble. West Noble. Of all the Chargers, how about that? So, uh, Elkhart this past week, thirty-five-six over Hammond Morton. That was expected. Fairfield twenty to seven over Central Noble. Also expected. Northwood thumped Concord forty-one thirteen. Probably expected. Uh, mm-hmm. Similar, uh, incredible uh, performances by Owen Raider and Natarian Tuggle, athlete of the week nominees for Goshen News. Yep. Uh, West Noble, the surprise. Uh, 28-27 overtime victory over Eastside, who was in the 2A semi-state game last year, Eastside. They were. Against Andrean, who's one of the better teams in the state, um, who ended up winning state last year, of course. Um, 
Yeah, so shocker. This is the first NECC loss of any kind for the Blazers since 2019 when they lost to West Noble, who went 9-0 in that regular season before losing in the sectional semifinals to Mishawaka Marion. So, Could we see the same thing this year? 3-0? I, I don't a hot know. start? I mean... Got Ad Angola coming up. First yeah. conference game. So, my question to you, Mr. Lee Pack. Oh, God. I'm scared. The, the question has been on the rundown for... You've known the rundown for at least uh, 16 hours. What does it say? Who has impressed you the most of those four? Oh, I'm just now seeing there's questions on here. Look at that. Yeah. Um, you should probably have paid more attention to the rundown. There's a reason why I send it the night before so you get some time to prep. Sometimes I read it, believe it or not. That's why I've been sending it to your Gmail the last couple of weeks because I know that's on I your phone. I noticed that. I know that's on your phone so you can look at it right away. The schedule, too. And your schedule. Yeah. I'm smart like that. I've been working smarter, not harder. It's hard to say. I would say who's impressed me the most. I don't want to. I know who my most surprising would be. The, yeah, the most uh, surprising. I think we already answered that just now. Is West Noble. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, we could discuss it further. Let's. I, uh, who's impressed me the most? I would say probably Northwood. It's I, close between Northwood and Elkhart. Yeah. I like what Elkhart has done. I agree, especially under. First year head coach St. Louis, Robinson yeah, St. Louis. St. Louis. He's done a great job of instilling a culture quickly, a winning culture, at least so far in that program. Having talented players helps the cause too, but yes. Yes, yes. but that doesn't necessarily that doesn't no, it's always true. translate. It's absolutely true. They had a lot of talent last year. They struggled with injuries, but mm-hmm. you know, yeah, they they figured it out pretty quickly this year. They've got a they're off to a great start. So three wins that have been fairly comfortable. Yeah. So I would say there's a reason for them to be the most impressive in my mind, but also the way Northwood has just kind of run through tre- run through dreams, dreams, run through teams. They ran through the dreams <laughs> of other teams. <laughs> ran through teams and looked really hot offensively, really solid defensively. Have some great impact players and athletes. Obviously, Nitarian Tuggle is a guy to look out for. Mm-hmm. Owen Raider had a great game, and before that, Caden Lone looked pretty solid. And uh, yeah, JJ Payne's a guy to look look out for There's as so well. Many. Elkhart and Northwood have almost kind of mirrored each other. I feel like we're like week one they won pretty comfortably against county rival, right? You know, mm-hmm. week two they kind of not not struggled per se, but they were in tougher games, right? Northwood was trailing East Oble fourteen thirteen at one point. Elkhart Northridge was pretty close the whole way, mm-hmm. and then week three they won comfortably as well. So like they've kind of had two comfortable wins sandwiched around. Games that were a little more taxing, a little more, you know, eventually intense. Eventually, they ran off with it, though. Right, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Eventually, Northwood pulls away. Eventually, Elkhart pulls away against mm-hmm. those respective Week 2 opponents. Yep. So, they're very similar in that regard. Um, I know it was only one game with Owen Raider as the quarterback for Northwood, but, my man, if they if they could put up even half of what they did on Friday against Concord, like, that's, that's a lethal offense, like... It's really nice when you can just throw it up to Natari and Tuggle, too. Like, that's a nice, you know, uh, piece to just be like, yeah, I'm going to throw it to this guy who's really good. Five mm-hmm. catches, 245 yards, three touchdowns. That's pretty efficient. Believe pretty it or efficient. not, uh, he's one half of our no- a nominee for uh, Ghost yeah, News after the week. Yeah, because we couldn't, like, Raider threw the, all, you know, threw the ball to him all those times. And he finished with almost 400 yards passing, four total touchdowns. He threw one uh, to kind of put a, put the game away. It was like there was, it was still like Concord was still kind of in it. It was a fourth and goal for Northwood. 
It was 27-13, I believe, at the time. Mm-hmm. And he threw a four-yard touchdown pass to Parker Philly, and that pretty much was, like, the dagger of, like... And then, for good measure, he threw another big bomb to Tuggle a couple minutes later. Parker Philly's back then, huh? Because I know he was dealing with an injury. Parker Philly is back. So, That's Philly... even scarier. J.J. Payne, Caden Lone, Atarian Tuggle as your primary offensive... And Wes Yoder had a really nice game out of the backfield. Mm-hmm. He ran for, like, 50, 60 yards, caught for another 70 yards. Like, he had a really nice game. They had eight different guys record a catch in the win. Like, that's how do you game plan against that? You know what I mean? And it's not just, like, eight random dudes. Like, three or four of those guys, we just rattled off, like, legit options. Like, legitimate, really good uh, passing targets. And, like, man, they, they're deep and they're talented and they looked the part. Uh, Concord capitalized on two big plays, you know, for their scores. And, but... Northwood pretty much controlled that game the whole way, and so it's... Fluky, you said one of them was a pretty fluky it touchdown. Was, it tipped off a Northwood defender into the hands of the Concord guy, and he ran the rest of the way. It was 87-yard touchdown pass, so... A little fluky, I would say, yeah. It's a little fluky, yeah. <laughs> so, like, I mean, kudos to Concord for, like, not rolling over and dying. It was 17 nothing. They could have... Or 24 nothing. They could have easily, you know, just gone away and, you know... Whatever, but they got 24-13. I mean, they got within... Mailed it in. 11 points. Mailed it in. So what the yeah. Minutemen could have done. Yeah. But yeah, 24-13. I was like, uh-oh, is Concord going to make this a game? I know. I was looking at the updates. I was looking at 24 nothing. I was like, we might get a running clock. And then Concord scored, and I was like, oh. So and then there's no running clock. So, you know. Uh, yeah, so that uh, they looked impressive. Elkhart, too, man. They looked the part as well. Elkhart... This week, South Bend, Washington probably won't provide much resistance. They're going to win 48-3. to Something like that. Northwood plays uh, Northridge. We'll talk about Northridge here in a little bit. That uh, might provide some resistance. That would be a little more resistance <laughs> to South Bend, Washington. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think Elkhart, all eyes. i saying it now for two weeks, but mm-hmm. Penn coming to town next Friday, the 20, or the, the what's the next Friday? The 16th? That sounds right. I feel like Penn, if I had to put like an, a number on it, like the spread, is it at, at Elkhart? It's at Elkhart. So yeah, I'd, I'd put the spread at like minus seven and a half, minus eight and a half. For Elkhart? For Penn. For Penn? Yeah. Wow. Because it's like, I mean, Penn, they were beating I, Cathedral pretty well. I mean, they've really showed up. They I ended would, up losing. I think it's more of a true pick to be honest. I don't think so. I think Elkhart is... Really good. Penn's really good too, but I don't know, man. I think I'm not saying Elkhart can't win. I believe they I can would win. Not, I would not make Penn a touchdown favorite on the road. I know it's not a long road trip. I mean, we're not like, you know. <laughs> oh, my God, the 10-minute drive to Elkhart for Mishawaka. No, I, but like. Maybe I'm overstating how well I think Penn is. You might how be. good I think I, they Penn had is a, as a They team. had a really nice week one win against uh, Valpo. And they played well against Cathedral. I mean, they were up 13 nothing, then gave up 35 unanswered. So, Cathedral has whooped them the last couple of years. So, the fact that they played respectable is a good sign, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to go to Ohio this weekend and play that St. Xavier team in Cincinnati, who's also really good. So, that'll be another test for Penn. Penn's going to be, like, really battle-tested, even if they lose that game. It's right. like going well, up against Elkhart. It's going to be a lot. It's going to be about, like, oh, you're battle-tested versus, like, Elkhart's going to play, like, their third string against South Bend Washington and still win. You right. know, like the starters will go out there for a half and they'll be rested. They'll be probably more rested going into the Penn game. I think I think it's more of a toss up than than you're giving it good credit. We'll so. find out 
in a week and a half. Yeah, yeah, we're just ignoring this week four games, whatever. <laughs> um, so yeah, so we're, we're kind of in agree that Northwood and Elkhart pretty much equally impressive. Northwood slightly, maybe more. That was a long talk for just one part of that. Um, and then the most surprising... West Noble, obviously. West Noble. I will but say Fairfield, Fairfield too. is close. The NECC team, Fairfield, you know, like, by the, by the numbers, right? Like by the by number. Family. <laughs> my Brown County family. Oh. Oh, oh, you know, yeah. I, you know, watch that Fairfield Falcons football team. You sound and, uh, like, uh, to, uh, what's his name? Forrest Gump more than Brian Kelly, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I like that football team. <laughs> I, I just, I just want to run. Dear God. Yes, Fairfield, West Noble. Fairfield. Both equally surprised, most surprising, very close. Yes. It's just kind of like how we said with Elkhart and Northwood. They both have arguments for being most impressive. I, I know that Goshen and South Bend Adams aren't the strongest 5A teams, but you're, in theory, you're not supposed to beat a 5A team if you're a 3A team, like a mm-hmm. smaller 3A team like Fairfield is, you know. Uh, West but, Noble, you know, Central Noble isn't that good this year. Wallace U is struggling. The East Side win is probably the most impressive win of the season relative for all, all of all the teams that we cover in terms of like beating an opponent that you weren't supposed to be like that's probably the most impressive that's the only score really this year that has like truly shocked me like whoa like West Noble beat them like that's mm-hmm. surprising um right so every other game and kind of result has gone according to script so far but that one was like the first like whoa okay like Fairfield beating Goshen a little bit too but like Definitely mm-hmm. West Oval number one in that regard. Um, These kids have some fight because it was back and forth. East yeah. Noble could have easily have won that game. They were up late. East side. That's what I meant. Okay. I said East Noble, but said I meant East, East side. Yeah. Because, you know, we're talking about West Noble, East side. It's, it's very easy to throw, there's a lot of throw direction, on East Noble. There's a lot Noble of directions, and there's three Noble <laughs> County schools. I get it. Yeah. Quarterback Drew Yates, he has some experience, and he's he can pass the ball, and he can also get it done with his feet. So. Watch out for the Chargers as the season goes on here. Just a third of the way through. Looking forward to seeing if they can sustain it. Yeah. They got a tricky one at, at Angola this week. It starts the NECC schedule for them, the big division. Uh, Angola, has they're one and two, but they've played all three of their games close. They only lost to Leo by seven. Played uh, this team from Michigan to a two-point game on Friday this past week. So, um, I still think West Oval should win, but Angola is... You know they're going to be scrappy. They're not what they like. Angola wasn't that good last year. They're going to be scrappy this year. It looks like so. Uh, should be an interesting matchup. And then Fairfield plays their first home game of the season this week. They welcome Southport. And if you're wondering what is Southport, uh, that's a great question. They're from Indianapolis, South Southern Indianapolis. They have one of the more uh, bigger. They have one of the bigger gyms in the state. High school basketball gyms in the state. Mm-hmm. Uh, I been there once for the indiana high school all-star game is their boys basketball program must be decent then i guess i don't i don't know historically how they are because their football program is not football the last couple years has not been strong for southport uh they have not won a game uh since mid-october of 2020 so they've lost 15 in a row lost the last two of 2020 lost all 10 last year lost three in a row so far this year um so yeah a class 6a Southport High School football team is driving three hours north to Benton to play the 3A Fairfield Falcons. Uh, should be a really interesting game. It's a one-off. It's a one-year game, so this is not going to be a series. They're not, Fairfield does not return have a return game to Southport, which is nice, I'm sure, for Fairfield. Mm-hmm. Um, 
This was because of, uh, you know, Fremont was originally in this spot for Fairfield. Fremont and Fairfield decided that, you know, not going to play the game anymore because Fremont isn't just at the level that Fairfield was at and vice versa, you know. So, like, they no one thought it was beneficial necessarily to play this game with Fremont and Fairfield. Um, but it created a one-year opening. So, in comes Southport. I talked to Fairfield Athletic Director Mark Engel uh, earlier today, and he said that Southport actually reached out to them about coming up and playing this game. So, this was uh, initiated by the people down there. Uh, 7 p.m. start still. They No delay to the start time, according to Engel. You know, they think they can make it up in time to play 7 o'clock. So, uh, no 7.30, no 8 o'clock, just an actual 7 p.m. Eastern game. So... Uh, interesting matchup to say the least. I'd be hard pressed to find a Fairfield Southport matchup at anything in the past in any sport. Maybe like tennis if they got to the individual state tournament, or maybe volleyball at some random tournament. You know, because the Fairfield program was pretty strong there, mm-hmm. 2000s, 2010s. So maybe then, but yeah, just weird. Kind of an interesting game. So you'll be there on Friday night because uh, it's like a novelty type of a game and it's Fairfield's home opener and they're 3-0 like a lot of good reasons to cover this game Fairfield's playing well it's a weird matchup you don't see ever should be interesting I wholeheartedly agree can't believe Southport has not won a game in 15 tries 15 straight losses yep that's tough to do I feel they play a tough schedule granted they have to play Indianapolis schools they're in a conference with the Bloomington schools and Terre Haute's but yeah, it doesn't. They're never in competitive though. I just, I no. Know. They've only had one game decided by less than ten points in that stretch. So it's bad. Yeah, they're they're getting blown out. So it's so. feel like it's like I realize it's a six A team, but Fairfield, you know, you, you, it's hard not to believe that they don't have a at least some kind of chance in a yeah, game like this. If you go by the Sagarin computer ratings, Fairfield and Southport are pretty equal. So, so this game. Could be interesting. It's, it's should a winnable be at game. least close. It should be a toss up for like it feels like a toss up going in. Yeah, you'd probably make Southport a twenty point favorite though, knowing you. So no, I'd probably make Fairfield a, like a minus three and a half. Well, home, well, home team gets three points, so there you go. That's what I'm saying. All right, uh, let's quickly go through the one and two teams, or try to go quickly through them at least. Uh, Northridge, <laughs> Goshen, Jimtown, Concord, uh, Concord. We'll start with the. Concord, they're struggling. Obviously, they got run off the field a little bit by Northwood, and they get to play Warsaw this week, who beat Plymouth 70 nothing. So you can pretty much assume a 1-3 start for the Minutemen. Um, I mean, it's not necessarily surprising. It's hard to, you know, replace over, well, around 20 seniors. Mm-hmm. A lot of your production from last year gone mm-hmm. on both sides of the ball. So the, I figured it's, it's going to be a rebuilding year. They might be better by week seven, week eight. Like, I'm not going to rule them out. And their sectional, you know, it's them. If, I, if I'm remembering correctly, it's them, Mishawaka, Adams, and Goshen. We know who's the favorite. In that right. <laughs> so, like, but, you know, you know, you never know what could happen, right? So, like, if you get a good draw, you get Adams or Goshen. And all of a sudden you're in the final, you know, playing Mishawaka again. I think they'll be improved by then, mm-hmm. and maybe they 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 probably be good enough to potentially get to the sectional championship, depending how things set up, you know, in the, in the draw. Yeah, 
But, I mean, last year they were really good, and Mishawaka was a bad matchup for them. So right. it doesn't really matter. Regardless, right. Mishawaka is going to be a bad matchup. Yeah. So, uh, Jimtown, they beat Osceola Grace 64 nothing. Cool. Got a W. They go to John Glenn this week. That's an intriguing game. Glenn's playing well. Saw Bremen beat Mishawaka Marion. That was shocking. That's another sh- uh, score from this past week that was surprising. Bremen over Marion. 35-31. Like, I thought Marion was supposed to be a kind of decent football program. I guess not. Yeah. Well, they, I mean, they they might still be okay, but they also were replacing a lot of talent from last year. So That's the problem. Yeah, they're rebuilding this year because they got dismantled by Mishawaka as yeah. well. And then Northridge plays Mishawaka really hard this past weekend, this past Friday. Yeah. Before we talk about them, we'll talk about Goshen. They got their first win of the season, 28-18 at Wawasee. Tom Wagman era has begun, or not begun. Week three is a win. They welcome Mr. Walker to town. We'll see. I don't know why Evan's trying to dance. Um, anyway, for those behind the scenes. Um, yeah, I mean, a nice win for Goshen. Felt like one of those ones of the schedule that you could get. Got to pick up. You got to get that one. You got to beat Plymouth in a couple weeks. like, uh, And then you take your chance with everyone else pretty much on your schedule from this could point on. Could be Concord. Could be Concord, yeah. That's going to be an interesting game in a couple weeks down here. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so, and then Northridge, uh, maybe the best one and two team ever at this rate. Ever. <laughs> Certainly in our area. Yeah, um, they, they gave Elkhart a good game, and they dang near beat Mishawaka. Incredible resolve by the Raiders down 11 nothing early against Mishawaka, and yep. you could easily have packed it in, just like Concord. But Northridge, man, they've got some talent. they got some dudes. McLean Miller... Kate Carrington's playing well. Uh, their defense, okay. I mean, that triple option is really hard to defend. It's hard to stop, yeah. But, yeah, but I mean, Northridge looks okay. Northridge looks okay. That game against Northwood this Friday, it, Northwood's probably the favorite, but, like, man, it's going to be competitive, I think. I could see another high-scoring game. Please be one. competitive. Like, I think it'll be competitive, and I think it'll be decently high-scoring as well, both offenses. Northridge offense looked strong, scored 39 points against the Mishawaka defense. They had only given up eight points total the first two games. So they really showed out. And then obviously we know what Northwood's offense can do. So that would be a fun matchup of uh, opposing offenses there. So I'm thinking should I would take the over in yeah. uh, this Friday's game. Set the over-under at what, 58 and a half? That's a good one. I would take the over at like that. 31-28? Sure. I think it's going to be in That's the That's 59 30s. right there. Yeah. Depending on the weather. It's good weather. Then. Both teams have good kickers, too. Unrelated. They do. Dominic DeFridis and, and uh, uh, Richie. His first name's escaping my head. Dylan. Dylan Richie. Thank you. Mm-hmm. He made a kick, but then missed a Richie kick. Richie had a chance to win the game there at the end. It's tough. And it was just as long as the first kick he made during the game. Yeah. It's tough, man. College kickers, you know what I mean? <laughs> high school kickers. Hashtag, high school kickers. Hashtag high school kickers. <laughs> no, but Richie and DeVritas are both good weapons for them. Like, they're well-rounded teams. They're both well-rounded. Northridge has just played two really hard teams back-to-back weeks. Elkhart and Mishawaka and now Northwood. Mm. They're going to see uh, Goshen on the schedule week five and take a deep breath probably. Like, oh, my God. Thank God. Like When does Warsaw pop up for them? Week nine. Okay. So, they got four weeks. They got, oh, yeah, they should win. Their four-week yeah. stretch coming up is like, it's Goshen next week, but then they still play Concord, Wawasee, Plymouth in some order there. And then Warsaw. Which should be four straight Warsaw dubs. at the end. Yeah. They play well. Yeah. Crazy. Um, that's football. 23 and a half minutes on football. It's about, I mean, expected, right? Mm-hmm. 
That's good. Okay. Let's go. Yes. Girls golf. We're pretty much done with the regular season. We got some some miscellaneous nine-hole matches, but uh, this Saturday we have our two conference tournaments, or the two of the three. The NIC already competed this past weekend. Uh, Elkhart and Jimtown were there. Mm-hmm. They did play. Uh, they really don't have full teams really to compete, so Jimtown didn't. Only played three players. Elkhart fielded a score, but yeah, so. They're there. They're there. They're, yeah, there. they're, there. Um, they're competing. So we got the NECC meet. That is Saturday, 1.30 p.m. start at Heron Creek Golf Course in LaGrange. And the NLC is this Saturday as well. 9 a.m. start at Black Squirrel over here in Goshen. So We love Black Squirrel. It usually takes me three minutes to get to Black Squirrel, but with all the construction, it's going to take me 15. So... Yeah, is that bridge well, still... Uh, the bridge is still out, and then the, out. Road, the road that... There's also one of the other roads that is right over there that is under construction at the, at the time as well. Construction Goshen, season, really sick Goshen Junior High had to, has to delay their schedule by 15 minutes to accommodate all the construction right now. They're like, we can't start at 8 a.m., we got to start at 8.15 or whatever because yeah. the buses can't drive around this construction stuff. There's some bad construction. It's brutal. Like Some of it's like super bad. It's stupid. Like before the bridge, you know, where I come from? Mm-hmm. Like, you know where that Dollar General is and the car wash and there's a gas station, Marathon gas station over there. Yes. Yes. It's on the, you know, you go over that bridge and it's over there. But they like tore up half the road. Like, yeah. Like there's a house that's like trying not to like collapse because <laughs> all the concrete and everything around it's been it, taken out. It's a good it's girls golf like, conversation right now. <laughs> I'm just sick of it. But yeah. I feel like our listeners understand our frustration. No, no. It's we're, we're trying to re- relate to the people. Um but anyway. Anyway, yeah. yeah. So Plymouth won the regular season portion of this conference tournament or the conference of the NLC six and one. You said sad. North <laughs> I did put sad in my notes. Yeah. Northwood uh, had a chance to beat co conference champ, lost to Warsaw. Northridge entered last week with the best chance. They were three and oh, lost both matches to Plymouth and Warsaw. So Warsaw spurns Northridge and Northwood out of winning at least a share of the conference title. So you had Plymouth at 6-1, and one, but then you had Warsaw, Northwood, and Northridge all at 5-2. and two. So, like, those four teams are pretty much all even in that regard. Like, one of those four is going to win the conference tournament this weekend. Just a matter of who's going to shoot the best when we get there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's that's it. And the NECC, Fairfield's having a nice year. They're 8-1 uh, and one in the conference. Their conference matches... Uh, them and their only loss was to Fremont, so Fremont's probably the favorite going into the tournament. Fairfield will be contending. Uh, everyone else we cover there. I mean, West Noble has Mackenzie Maybe who's solid, but their whole team as a general is just not not deep. Um, yeah, what? That's the best way to describe not it. Not deep. They're just not a deep not, roster. Not they got, deep. They got a they got a good player at the top, and she might make it to individual regional, mm-hmm. um, but you know, or the regional as an individual, but. Individual, regional. Individual. It's, not, it's not tennis. It's not tennis. Um, but yeah, I just, I, you know, Fairfield maybe is a team. I believe they won the conference last year, if my memory serves me correctly. Your memory usually does serve you pretty well. I should have looked that up. I should have written that usually. down. That's fine. My memory is 85% accurate. Accurate? Accurate. 
That's girls golf. Okay. Um, we'll talk about the. I'll be at the conference. I'll be at the NLC conference meet on Saturday. So. You know where I'll be. Notre Dame. So We'll talk about that later. Um, it's thundering herd. Watch out. Yeah, watch. I'm watching. Really watching. Okay, cross country. We had the first NLC round robin last week. Northridge boys, Warsaw girls, seven and zero, following the first NLC round robin. Uh, I've never had the pleasure of being to a round robin. Round robin. Yes, round, you, yes, you have. Round robin. Yes, you have. Win. Last year's NECC super duels is scored the same exact way. How do they score that? It's everyone gets scored against each other. So like all eight teams ran. Okay. But like they scored that, as okay, if yeah. Northridge versus Northwood, Northridge versus Warsaw, come, Northridge versus Concord. It's all coming back to me. I remember the NSC Super Duels. Yeah. I yeah, remember I will be at that. I remember being confused last year. Yes. It took me like almost an hour to write all the results out. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. Yeah. But uh No, it's a uh you yeah, it's it's so they score all so like it's even though all of them are running at the same time, it is scored as if yep, that makes one on one. Yep. So they used to the NLC schedule used to be like Northridge, Concord, and Goshen ran against each other one night, and then mm-hmm. just a couple days later it was Northridge against Warsaw or whatever, and then kind of like the golf schedule spread out over a couple of weeks, and it, everyone only ran against each other once. Mm-hmm. But now everyone does it twice, so they do this one. First one is at Oxbow Park. The next round robin is on September thirteenth. Uh, so next Tuesday at uh, uh, Warsaw High School, they have a mm-hmm. little course at Warsaw. It's not little; it's still three miles, but like, yeah, you know, they, they have a course they at Warsaw. Course. Um, <laughs> yes, um, it's only one point six miles. Actually, it's crazy. <laughs> That's uh, why it's called little. They run at the track, actually. Um, so yeah, so Northridge girls didn't have uh, the number two and the number four. Haley Heil, Emma Long were out for injury slash rest, mm-hmm. uh, so they still went six and one. They still did well, but they just uh, didn't have enough depth to kind of overcome Warsaw. I wouldn't be surprised if Northridge is at full strength that they beat Warsaw in this uh, next one. It was there out, and there was, it was kind of a surprise there out, right? I remember you. Well, yeah, I mean the Heil Heil's injured, so she like, according to Coach McLean, she rolled her ankle like she was running and she f- stepped into a hole. Like I a, hate that. It's so stupid. Um, so she's Sucks. kind of sprawled her ankle. They were being precautious there. And it sounded like they were just giving Long like a rest day. Hmm. Which, okay. Um, so. You're going to buy that? That's weird. That like, <laughs> you know, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not a cross character. I'm not a runner. Maybe she was just feeling fatigued and they didn't want to risk her getting hurt. And I, I don't know the complexities of that. Fair. So, um, so yeah. So they, I, Northridge still looking good in both. Goshen had a nice showing on boys' side, six and one. Tommy Claxton's having a nice. They were ranked 16th, I think, in the poll mm-hmm. this week. Northridge was like 12th. Boys, girls, I think Northridge was in that top 20 as well. Mm-hmm. Forgot to write those down. Tommy Claxton, as we know. Tommy Claxton, another the nominee. Athlete of the week. Yes, sir. I still have the Southport sad Cardinal local pulled up. I'm trying to find the rankings I tweeted them out yesterday. Um, you can just, you can just sense that. Sadness in that Cardinal. Own 15. The last 15 that Cardinal games. hasn't seen the sun in three years. The logo used to be a smile, but every year they lose. The losing streak continues. It just gets a little smaller. Yeah. Uh, and then also in the NECC, we got a couple individuals that are really starting to stand out. We knew Grant Floor from West Noble Boys yep. was going to be good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's a freshman over here at Westview, Noah Bontrager. He's doing really well. He won this. They had like a six-team competition uh, last week. 
and he won that time of 1707. But he actually won the Prairie Heights Invitational a couple weeks ago with a time of 1616. Flora was in that race too, and Flora ran 1656. Now, obviously, like that's different. Guys progress at different times, or maybe they like a different course, certain way. But like, mm-hmm. this kid's really standing out as a freshman so far, winning a lot. I'm intrigued. I'm really excited to see him run tomorrow. Like, I'm at Wednesday at the Super Duels. Like, it's at West Oval's course, so you know, Flora maybe has the advantage. But that's where the course they run sectional and regional at too. So it's gonna be nice to kind of see how those people run on that course. You know, love to see him compete against Flora for sure. Yeah. That'd be exciting. And uh, and then Caitlin Kuhn, I didn't write her down, but she's for Fairfield. She's having a nice year as well uh, for Fairfield. So uh, she's like the lead runner of our girls teams that we covered over there. So shout out Caitlin. Uh, by the way, Northridge girls uh, 23rd in the cross country poll this week. Okay. So That's about right. Yeah. And then the boys, Northridge was 13th, Goshen 16th. So yep. there you go. Um, Cross country. Soccer. The boys Warriors. soccer. Oh. You hate to see it. Unbeaten no more. You hate to see that. 3-1 lost to Northridge. They came back and whooped whoever they played after that, though, so that's fine. 6-1-1, one, one, still ranked number two. Still strong. They're, it's a pretty yeah. good win for Northridge, though, huh? Yeah, especially because if you're going to play the transitive property game, right? Goshen and Westview tied. Mm-hmm. Goshen beat Northridge, but then Northridge beat Westview. So there's really no transitive property going on there at all. Right, yeah. So, uh, yeah, Northridge, or Westview was still 6-1-1, one, and one, and they're going to win the NECC pretty, I don't see anyone. No. West Noble usually, but they're not that strong this year. Like No, they've been struggling for some reason, like pretty a, badly. Lost to Wawasee, man. I don't know what's going on over there. Wawasee's, Wawasee's 5-2. and two. They're playing better. Give out, give some love to the boys soccer team at Wallace C, but it's a murderer's row in the NLC for them. So mm-hmm. it's, it's going to be tough to see what their record will be at the end. But they're not horrendous. Wallace C is not horrendous. They've been horrendous the last couple of years. But um, that's true. Yeah, I mean five and two is not what I would characterize as horrendous. No, uh, Goshen boys, they are still playing well. Still undefeated in the NLC. They've got a nice conference win over Plymouth last week. 4-1-2 and two overall. They play Concord Tuesday night, tonight. Uh, that'll be an interesting NLC game right there. Goshen mm-hmm. at Concord. Always a fun matchup when those two teams get a, get a, in play. So Concord's usually pretty competitive. Obviously, they played Penn pretty closely earlier this season. Remember when we were going to go to that? Like, oh, it might not be close, but Concord and really, they played, really and they held played, their own. And they played Warsaw close, too. And Warsaw's yep. pretty good. Mm-hmm. So uh, Warsaw was actually ranked. Hold on. 13th in the Class 3A poll this week. Uh, Elkhart, 17th. Goshen, 19th. Mm-hmm. So, nice. in case you're wondering. Westview was still number two in 1A, boys' side. Um, yeah, anyone else from boys' soccer standing out? Got some fun ECA-Bethany Christian matchups tonight. Yeah, I was going to say ECA-Bethany Christian. Be it's a good small school rivalry right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember we got a tweet. Got Someone that. tweeted at me, hey, you want to cover ECA Bethany? Yeah. Uh, I, I was like, yeah, we'll see. I was already planning on doing it anyway. So didn't, yeah, I didn't know that. I, I wasn't sure if you were deciding to do that based off that tweet or was it no, already It was scheduled? the decision I made uh, a week ago. So, I mean, that person will be happy to know that then, that you're a smart guy. 
I replied saying like something to the effect of like, we'll see, dot, yeah. dot, dot, you know, <laughs> eyes emoji. I see. Oh, you yeah. did the eyes emoji? Maybe. I don't know if I did the eyes emoji. I'm not going to lie. That would have gave it away for sure. Um, girl soccer, Northwood cracks to top 20 in the 2A poll, number 19, 4, 1, and 1, I believe. If I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. I didn't write their record down. I feel bad. I feel bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. They're number 19. Westview girls are 11th in the 1-8 poll. Uh, Goshen had a tough game against Warsaw this past week. Lost 6-1. to one. Uh, Warsaw's pretty good. 4-1-1 is correct, by the way. Thank you. Goshen is uh, still good. I'm not worried about Goshen mm-hmm. necessarily. 6-2. Um, I was talking to Coach Myron Bontrager yesterday. He just said there was a, it was a combination of we had an injury early in the game and like half our team decided like that was the day they're going to play their worst game. Like it didn't didn't help the cause that we we probably played our worst game and Warsaw was really good and we had an injury and that was it. Like so a lot of factors going on there but mm. good thing is you don't have to see Warsaw again. Don't read unless into you get it to the much. regional. Right. So um although also I always keep, I also keep on forgetting that Bethany Christian boys soccer is ranked in the poll because their schedule is their schedule is so tough. They're 13th in the one A poll, like they're again, their record is a little misleading, but they are ranked as well. Two and three, not terrible, but no, mm-hmm. it's just like you almost. But like, I still keep on forgetting that they're like. And it's, uh, I mean, you wouldn't expect, I guess, the two and three team to be ranked. Their, their losses are Northridge, Mishawaka, Marion, and someone else is escaping my mind. Oh, it, Bremen, Bremen. Mm-hmm. Who all three teams are good, like yep. so. Uh, yeah, volleyball. 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 Let's do it. Uh, volleyball. How about Northwood? Match of the night. Match of the week. That's Concord. You just hate it for Concord. Just uh, sick. I want to apologize for jinxing them. Uh, in my text messages to Evan, I said, Concord? Question mark. Eyes emoji after they won the second set against Northwood, and then they lost the next three. Yeah, I mean, you know, you can't, can't blame yourself, man. Northwood's a good team. Northwood is fully capable of uh, coming back the way they did. But, I mean, it is surprising. You know, Concord really wins those first two sets pretty uh, comfortably. Had all the momentum at home. And the third set was tight, back and forth. But Northwood kind of picked it up. They just kind of kind of flipped the switch, you know. They found a new another gear. Maybe they were kind of like sleepwalking for the first two sets is kind of the feeling I was getting. But they really, they really switched it up in the last three sets. So that's three, four, and five. They turned it on, and they picked up their first NLC victory over a really, really good Concord team. Yeah. Who I could could be a sleeper come postseason. NLC is deep. The sectional is brutal. It's brutal. They got you got Penn, Elkhart, Concord. Elkhart is also really good. Yeah. Penn obviously. Thursday, Thursday, number eight Penn at number ten Elkhart. In the state, so that'll be fun. Yeah, I think I'm going to go to that. You should. I'm putting a soft, soft yes. Soft yes. Soft yes. Uh, should be in a fantastic matchup. Yeah, they're but Northwood looks good. Still survives, and uh, they're ranked 14th overall in the state this week, fifth amongst three A teams. So they're still good. Sitting um, at. Uh... Northridge twelve and one real test for them tonight against Warsaw at Warsaw. Mm-hmm. That's their first kind of like it's their first NLC game, and it's going to be a competitive. It should be like a litmus test of where they're at. 
no offense to their first 13 matches. And they've, they've played some decent teams, but this is a real one now. This is where we figure out what they are. Sitting at 12-1, and one, you have to give them some praise for sure. Right. They've, they've, they, this is a great start. And, you know, in past years, they've been like 7-5 and five or 8-4, and four, right? So, like 12-1, mm-hmm. and one, like... It's improved. Good. Yeah, it's just a... This is going to be a tough test for them. Warsaw. Um, yeah, ECA, 12-1. and one. Mm-hmm. They're playing well. Obviously, yep. like you said, Elkhart. We got Concord, 6-3. and three, Bethany Christians playing pretty well for themselves as well. Or itself, I should say. Uh-huh. Be the right Ocean. word Ocean there. got kind of raced by Warsaw, but they're okay still for the most part. Yeah, every one of our volleyball teams is above 500 except for West Noble still. And Westview. And Westview. Uh, yeah, Westview. Our schedule, at, our, our Google Doc of our uh, records is too big. We have too many teams. That is correct. We just got to cut some of them out. So, can't do that. <laughs> so, can't we do don't that. have to cut any of them no. out. Maybe I'll readjust the graph the thing to where we can the records are all in one spot. Six and six. That's just my error. It's okay. It's like an error I made the West, earlier the, the today. The two Wests are struggling, but the other ten are good. Fairfield won the Shondell invite at Muncie, Muncie Burris over the weekend. Bree Garber, tournament MVP. Mm-hmm. Athlete of the Week nominee. No shocker there. That she's such a, a great athlete. volleyball player. Yeah, shocking, I know. Um, and let's let's wrap this high school portion of the show up with boys tennis. Goshen looks the part, ranked twenty second in the state. How about those Red Hawks? Cruised to wins over Northridge and Fairfield this past week, and Warsaw too. Uh, they're eleven and zero, looking good. Deep team, man. They got a lot of talent. Pi Wellington, mm-hmm. Moses Sawatsky, Isaac. Uh, his last name's escaping me. Sorry, Mom, if you're listening to this. Uh, yeah, man, they're just they're good. They're really good. And uh, they're, they, got, so they got a chance to make this a, potentially a pretty special year. They've already made it a special year to this point, going undefeated, beating teams that they have not beaten in the past necessarily. Well, they split with Northridge last year. but Yes. Like, I, it's kind of weird because, like, they went to the regional final last year. So, like... In theory, like that's that's good, right? Like they were a good team last year. But we feel like we they can get past the regional final this year, right? They've taken another step this mm-hmm. year, which has been really impressive to watch. So, um, kudos to them. Kudos to and what's crazy too, they only have one senior in the starting varsity lineup. Mm-hmm. Like, or at least they had on on Thursday only one. Or yeah, on Thursday they only had one senior, Sawatsky. Mm-hmm. So like, they're gonna run it back next year. Which is crazy. Like, they could, you know, be a really, really good team, even. Can we get a state appearance for the Ghost Redhawks? We'll see. We'll see. We shall see. Hold on. I'm trying to pull up uh, Isaac Stolle. Stolle. Sorry. Sorry, Mom. I met Mom on Thursday, so. I'm sure she's a wonderful lady. She was. Yes. Okay. Uh, Westview, by the way, boys tennis. Back from the dead. They just had to get the get the uh, tires churning a little bit. Yeah, you know they beat Wallasey, Fairfield, and uh, Jimtown at the Wallasey Super Duels on Saturday to win. They also beat Cherbusco Friday night, so they won four matches in twenty four hour span. It's not uh, bad. Tyler Miller, he's happy about that. Fairfield looked at the uh, Fairfield looked like they were at full strength according to the scores submitted. So. 4-1 win over Fairfield. Fairfield looked like they were going to cruise 
through the NECC, and now Wes was like, not so fast, my friends. So, pulled a Lee Corso on him. So, Lee Corso, don't get me started. I know. We talked about it in the car <laughs> long enough on Saturday. Uh, yeah, I just want to shout them out. Bless you. Five and three now. They were 0 and three, so now they're five and three. So mm-hmm. They're coming back. Doesn't doesn't necessarily surprise me. They're especially strong at the one and two singles positions too. You could see maybe both of those guys having some individual success once the postseason starts as well. Yes. All right. We figured now would be a good time to introduce a brand new segment on the Goshen News Sports mm-hmm. Podcast. You're probably sick and tired of hearing our voices all the time. So now you can get sick and tired of hearing someone else's. So we're gonna we're gonna dedicate at least <laughs> one minute a week to not hearing our voices. Uh, we have you might have noticed, heard on social media, or checked and seen in the newspaper today, Tuesday's newspaper. Uh, we are officially launching a partnership with Goshen College, uh, the communication department over there, and we will be partnering with them to expand Goshen College athletics coverage in the Goshen News. We have committed to doing at least one weekly kind of like sports recap story update feature type of deal uh you will notice that in the tuesday newspaper it's usually going to be in the monday newspaper but with labor day we moved it to tuesday um daniel esh scott is taking care of that for us a junior at goshen college uh did a good job with the first one gave a nice little look inside the goshen college cross country programs while also kind of recapping everything else that happened during the week uh and along with that we are doing a partnership on the podcast as well we're going to do a segment called the maple leaf update it's going to sound like a radio hit i wanted to call it the maple leaf minute dante uh stanton who you're going to hear in a minute here kind of overrode us with the maple leaf update that's fine hate works, that, for dante. Dante, works for me works for me i'm calling him it. out right now i hope dante listens better to this changes it calls next week. Out. better change it next week i should say doesn't matter to me but anyway it matters to me without further ado here is the inaugural edition of the maple leaf Minute, update, whatever you want to call it. The first ever Maple Leaf sports update from Goshen College Junior, Dante Stanton. Reporting for 91.1 The Globe, I'm Dante with your Maple Leaf update. Women's and men's soccer both fell early in the week in road matchups at Holy Cross on Tuesday and Wednesday, respectively, the women losing 2 to nothing and the men falling 4-2. Moving to Friday, the Goshen College women's volleyball team hit the road to take part in Day 1 of the Racer Classic Invitational at the University of Northwestern Ohio. Day 1 was tough, with the Leafs falling 3-2 and 3 to nothing. But on Day 2 of the Racer Classic, the team got off to a slow start, losing 3 to nothing to Lawrence Tech, but they bounced back in their final matchup of the weekend, dominating Montreal College in a clean sweep, 3 to nothing. The women's cross-country team was off the races on Friday, placing 3rd of 5 teams and highest among all NAIA schools. Men's and women's tennis both started their regular season action on Saturday, clashing with Huntington and Mount Vernon Nas. The women fell in back-to-back close contests, while the men went 1-1 on the day, sweeping Mount Vernon 7 to nothing. Men's soccer tied their Saturday matchup against St. Francis, Illinois, while the women's squad earned their first shutout of the season, going over 2-0 against Point Park University. Saya Lang putting both goals in the back of the net from GC in that match. Finally, the Maple Leaf women's soccer squad wrapped up the week with a Labor Day matchup against West Virginia Tech, and the Leafs dominated Six different goal scorers leading the way to a 6 nothing win. Moving over into the middle, takes the shot, puts it into the back of the net. A beautiful crosser from just inside the 18, Lexi Adamschek. With a minute and four seconds remaining here in the first half. That's your Maple Leaf update. My name is Dante Stan. And thank you, Dante, for that update. It was a pretty successful week, all things considered, for the Goshen College Athletics Department. Uh, women's soccer, really impressive yesterday against uh Western Virginia, West Virginia University Institute of Technology. Western Virginia. A lot of words. Uh, 
Yeah, so we're really excited again to really kind of grow this partnership. Uh, you remember, might remember we did our 2022 Goshen New Sports Awards show filmed over there at Goshen College and kind of planted the seeds of what we could potentially grow this into. And I think a lot of people are excited to get some more Maple Leaf content. I've always wanted to have more Goshen College coverage in our newspaper. Um, we are obviously limited as a two-person staff with a lot of high school to focus on, and especially in the fall, too, with Notre Dame. Uh, football going on as well company kind of responsibilities with that so Mm -hmm. uh, we're really really excited to have this partnership and grow it and hopefully it becomes uh, a staple of Gosha news sports coverage for years to come i think it will yeah there's no reason for it not to right i agree i agree as long as the as long as we don't burn any bridges and the talent's there it's a great it's a great communication school man they do a really good job over there producing talent jason samuel my guy they didn't even they didn't even pay me to say that that's just true it's facts look at their awards man they win everything so it's really exciting really really exciting nice nice little studio set up over there for sure yeah speaking of notre dame football let's talk about a little bit columbus columbus ohio big 10 ohio independent football because Notre Dame is still independent. Um, Ohio State 21, Notre Dame 10. Do you think Notre Dame's going to ever join a conference maybe in the next decade? What do you think? No. That's a, that's a good uh, good prediction. You know why? Why? Money? Well, yes. But they would they would join because of money, and they won't join because of money. Because now that the playoffs going to be 12 games or 12 teams, they can host a playoff game. The top four seeds are buys, and that'll be only conference champions get the buy. Mm-hmm. So Notre Dame, if they're a five through eight seed, they get to host a home playoff game, which is more money. So that's true. And they get to have like you know, Florida come up and play in South Bend in mid December. Like Florida's coming up in like 2032 yeah, or something well, like that. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be great. So can't wait. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So anyway, Saturday night, you know, I think North Northwood. Dang it. Notre Dame played about as well as they could. Given the circumstances, the environment, the relatively new roster, younger guys at key spots, like quarterback, pretty much quarterback. Um, That's it, really? And wide receiver. They had no wide receivers. They don't have Only Mayer. Mayer was the only one that was really like the experienced receiving option. Lindsey a little bit. Styles kind of. Styles is probably their best wide receiver. Joe yeah. Wilkins, he didn't play from what I saw. I didn't see a lot. Did he play? He had like one catch. So he did play. Okay. Yeah, I'm like, I'm looking at these numbers. I'm like, wow, this guy had this many catches? I didn't remember that. But mm-hmm. that's what happens when you're, I guess, shooting photos. Matt Salerno had a nice catch. but He did have a nice catch. You saw Anyone saw the replay to that one? Circus catch is how I would describe it. Yep. But I think, I think Notre Dame's defense played well. They just got, I think they got worn down at the end. Fourth quarter, they're tired. Yeah. Um, and Ohio State realized, like, we can run the ball. Like, we should probably do that. We have two really good running backs. We should probably run the ball. The passing game hasn't worked much. Okay. And they figured it out. So, kudos to them for the adjustment to go more run heavy, you know, in the last. Stroud still had a good game, though. Quarter. Yeah, no, Stroud figured it out. And they had some really amazing plays. 24 for 34, 223 yards, two touchdowns. It's pretty solid stats. His, yeah. I mean, they're not, they're, I mean, they're kind of pedestrian for this guy i would say you know he's probably gonna have stat lines of four and five touchdowns close to 400 yards passing yards at some points this season so for notre dame's defense to hold a heisman hopeful to that number pretty solid yeah i think if you are a notre dame fan 
you came away from this game feeling a little more optimistic about this team? Like, if you were, like, wondering what? Why are you shaking your head? Offense was god-awful in the second half. They were bad. I they feel, were bad. I, I but feel great about the defense. Sure. Yes. But I'm like, what's going to happen with the Dude, offense? Dude, this game was supposed to be 42-10. to 10. So the fact that it was 21-10. Who said it was supposed to be 42-10? Everyone to 10. and their mother thinks the Notre Dame was going to get blown out. The line was 17 and a half. Yes. But At a minimum, it was supposed to be 28 points. to 10. <laughs> At a minimum, Notre Dame was supposed to get their butts kicked. And they they had the lead with still with 20 seconds left in the third quarter. And then Ohio State scored to go up. Like I thought they were going to lose by like 17. And they ended up losing by 11. So Right. But they led. It wasn't like they went down 17 nothing, and like got a backdoor touchdown. Had a great chance for a majority of this. I mean, right. at least in the third quarter, going in the second half, I'm That's like. That's my point. Like The Irish, it was a, could they win? It was a competitive close game for three plus quarters. I don't know how many people thought that was going to be the case. I, I, I was an Notre Dame fan. I would be a little more optimistic about this team after this game, to yeah, be honest. The offense advantage. sucked. It was terrible, but like... Sucked. Yes, they were bad. Stinked. I mean, they stinked. <laughs> yes, they were bad. But like, Ohio State's defense also played really darn good. Like, you know, it's a combination of both there. And Notre Dame was being... They even admitted they were conservative in their play calling because they wanted to shorten the game. Mm-hmm. So like... We'll see what the offense looks like. Now, if the offense continues to struggle against Marshall and Cal these next couple weeks, then yes, we could be concerned about the offense, and I wouldn't be as optimistic. But, like, if they put up 40 points in the next two weeks each game, not total, but 40 each on Marshall and Cal, I think you're fine. Like That's not saying much. Let's see what they do against teams that, you know, are Well, then they're going to play North better. Carolina and score 85. Just so because like, North Carolina's defense is and terrible. And then North Carolina might score 82, but, like, Whatever North Carolina Notre Dame is, take the over, I guess. Any any every North Carolina over feels like a safe bet this year. Feels like a good matchup for Notre Dame mm-hmm. <laughs> against UNC. Yeah. So, <laughs> look, I I think Notre Dame ha- handled the moment well. They didn't commit any turnovers. Nope. There was only one really kind of dumb penalty that was the offensive pass interference, and even that was kind of like weird. It was like a 50-50 ball. I don't know why they called OPI on that in the fourth quarter. They derailed the whole drive. Like. If that doesn't get called or if they just, you know, who knows. I had a good like angle. What, it, was, it was offensive pass interference. Yeah, but I just think it was – they killed the whole moment. If that play doesn't happen, maybe they, you know, could – They were driving at that point. They were. They were across midfield. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I just think that overall, like, they still might go 9-3 and three or, like, 10-2 and two this year. But, like – I think they they looked better than I think most people thought they were going to look. I mean, Clemson last night for a lot of the game was not looking great. So, <laughs> right. I mean, the the games that the 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 big three left on there's I guess four: North Carolina, BYU, Clemson, USC. Clemson, uh, BYU, and USC looked pretty solid. Obviously, they played bad teams, right. but they both looked pretty good. North Carolina has shown they can score points. They can't mm-hmm. stop anybody though. At USC is going to be difficult, that neutral site game, where it's way closer to BYU than Notre Dame. Yeah, but, I mean, the Notre, there's Notre Dame people everywhere. Everywhere, yeah, that's kind of how that So, works. it's going to be, there's probably going to be more Notre Dame fans there than BYU fans. Could be 60-40. Yeah, it's not going to be, like, overwhelming, but it's going to be more Notre Dame fans, I promise you that. I mean, that's the only reason they're going there. I mean, it's the Shamrock Series, technically, right? Yeah, if they're, it's technically a Notre Dame home game. It's like, imagine if the visiting team had more fans, that would be bad. Well, um, I mean, Georgia Tech... Last night against Clemson was a 
home game, air quote, at the, in Atlanta. And there's probably like 70% clubs and fans there. So... Georgia Tech has a horrible. I mean, they're they've been bad a recently, and they don't have the best following either. So right. So my point is, is like you could still have a home game and have less fans there. Every every uh. Well, LA, it'd be bad. Every, it'd be bad for Notre Dame if you're going every, all, all the way to Las Vegas. Every LA Chargers <laughs> home game for like four years there <laughs> when they were playing at the soccer the stadium. soccer stadium. Yeah. Yikes. Um, so yeah, I feel okay about Notre Dame. Yeah, I mean it's one game, and they showed a lot of promise. I think they can build off it. For sure. But the offense is a cause for concern at the moment. Yeah. Just at the moment. Yeah. Okay. 15 seconds. Florida. Where are we at with Florida? Beat Utah. Number Let's seven. go Gators. <laughs> How about those Gators, man? Anthony Richardson, uh, Heisman right now. Let's just give it to give him. Give it to him. That works for me. That's all I've seen. He's is the next coming like, of Cam Newton. That's all I've seen. And Cam you know, Newton and Vince Young. How many times I've, one. I've watched that pump fake spin move? It's incredible. At this point. It's an amazing play. Just like a hundred times. Before at least. you go to bed, you watch it like at least ten times, just like put you to sleep. <laughs> it's like, oh man, I'm that, so happy now. That Wolverine meme. Uh-huh. It's, it's <laughs> yeah, a picture yeah, of Anthony that's Richardson. That's you um, holding a picture. I could of be doing Richardson. that with uh, Luther Burden, just scoring out of the Wildcat for Missouri. Five star, five star, wide receiver. Fifty-two, twenty-four over La Tech. Interesting one with Kansas State this week for Mizzou. Yeah, it's, Florida against um, Kentucky too, right? It's interesting games. Interesting games everywhere. Mizzou is plus eight and a half against Kansas State. I kind of like that Feels number like free money. for Mizzou. Feels like free money. Not going to lie. Yeah, Florida State LSU, Brian Kelly. That was funny. Oh, that was hilarious, in fact. Brutal. Brian Polian, man. The one assistant that followed him. Special teams was terrible. He Tough. had like two muff punts. Yep, two block kicks. And then two block kicks. And then there were five-star All-American receiver... Like, it's in the transfer portal now. Is he really? Or deleted all of his LSU mentions on his uh, Instagram. Yeah, he had a bad... I mean, he, he had he, terrible he, body language the whole game. And then one of their top defensive tackles tore his ACL. So, it's a great start for uh, Brian Kelly at uh, LSU. Mm. Good thing they get Southern on Saturday. Because they're not going to have a lot of chances for wins after that. Their SEC schedule is a gauntlet. I feel very bad for them. Maybe 5-7. and seven. Hey, at least he's got his family. And plenty of money. Yes. Yes. He was paid a lot to uh, like, go to quickly, the Tigers. Before we, before we go, NFL starts Thursday night. Bills, Rams. Got the Buccaneers, Cowboys, Sunday night football. That's your that's your beloved Bucks. Mm-hmm. My beloved Bears open with the 49ers. The most interesting team of the offseason, I feel like, the 49ers with the quarterback situation Lance. with Lance and Garoppolo. Um, I'm not feeling overly great about the Bears this year, but... Uh, you ever feel overly great? Yeah, I did go and get a 2019, and then they were bad. The Gators 20, are... Because 2018 was good. Number 12 in the AP poll. Wow, they got number 12? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That's an overreaction. Holy crap. I was thinking, like, 17 to 21 or yeah. something like that. Notre Dame fell to eight. I'm surprised they fell three spots. Ohio State got jumped by Georgia. That's not surprising. No. Clemson, number five, USC, 10, BYU, 21 for future Notre Dame opponents. That's hilarious. Number 12. Good God. Anyway. The Mizzou good votes. I got to check that later. <laughs> Probably not. Uh, NFL thoughts. Any quick thoughts on the NFL? Tom Brady? It's going to be another fun year. Just finished my fantasy football draft the other night. So we're ready to go. Don't care. We're, we're uh, seat belted in, strapped in, ready to go. That was a clicking noise for a seat belt. Yeah. 
Looking forward to it. Rams-Bills, great way to open the season. Should be a very intriguing game. Bears-49ers. I mean, that could be a winnable game for the Bears, although the 49ers... The 49ers are better, but I, the great unknown about Trey Lance, you That's know? the thing, yeah. And then, are they on the they're on the road? It's at Soldier Field. Oh, well, that helps, too. It's a home too. game. That helps, too. Yeah, week Bucks two. Cowboys. Week, week two is at the Packers, so... Eh. But, hey, home week the one. Niners, it's a winnable game. I agree. Bucks-Cowboys, minus two for the Bucks. Slight favorite. I don't... It's hard to say. It's going to be a toss-up, I believe. Buck schedule up in the season is pretty tough. They got the Saints, they got the Packers, they got the Chiefs. First four games, rough. So uh, I don't know. I feel like I'd be happy with the two and two start in those first four games, and then the schedule starts getting a little easier from there. But picking up a win, Jerry World would be a good time. Yep. That's it. That's all I got. Okay. Yep. All right. Yep. Uh, yep. Yeah, that's it. Go New Sports Podcast. Fun hour, huh? Yep. It was. My favorite hour of the entire week. My favorite doing is this the, podcast. My favorite is the half hour it takes me to edit this and make it sound pretty. So it doesn't take you half an hour. No, it doesn't. It doesn't take me that long. All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll be back next week. More football. A lot of football. Uh, you know, all the other sports as well. So, all the fall sports will have conference champions crowned in girls golf. You know? Very exciting. Talk about that. Talk about high school football. Talk about all that and more next week on the Goshen News Sports Podcast.